Welcome to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Back to the Future, greatest movie of all time, one minute at a time. As always, I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Kevin Ziegler. Welcome to the show, Kev. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. Uh, Kevin is the uh, is the guy who drew our uh, logo. Yeah, yeah. That's it's Kevin's a Kevin's a comic book artist, and uh, he we were we were lucky enough to snag him to do our logo, and it's uh, it's awesome. And we uh, Kevin and I go back a long time, back in the at day. This point, yeah, quite a long time. Um, so uh, yeah, you were like one of the first people. I think you might have been the first guest that we snagged for the show because i think i was telling you we were going to do guests when you were doing the uh the logo yeah um yeah, yeah. so uh you actually requested this minute the one that we're going to be talking about right now that's true i did yeah so we'll get into that in just a second but before we do mm. nick why don't you tell the folks at home what minute we're talking about well we scott are on minute 41 in which uh begins with marty Given his young version of his dad, the old uh, up and down look, uh, one of the greatest uh, still frames in movies. I think Michael J. Fox is exasperated, like you know, WTF face. Oh and, yeah, and ends with uh, Goldie Wilson, new- newly inspired to run for mayor of Hill Valley, as an extra looks on with a look that uh, can best be described as beguiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, she's like, so, oh, yeah, well, this, this is an interesting character I'm I'm watching right now. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to, I took Sunday off to be in this movie. Um, <laughs> it's a yeah. nice way to make thirty five dollars. <laughs> look at look at him go. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the Goldie Wilson minute, um, the big Goldie Wilson minute, and uh, and and Kev, you uh, you you requested this minute when I said. I had I had the full schedule open yep. any minute mm-hmm. in Back to the Future. I said, "What do you want?" And you're like, "Goldie Wilson." Yep. That was the very first thing out of your mind, out of your mouth. So, what is it about this minute that made you want to be on the show for this one? Uh, man, you know Goldie w- Wilson inspires me, and mm-hmm. I believe in seeing Marty inspire him. It just it's a classic beginning tale of a hero. And now we see the origin story of Goldie Wilson, which because yeah. previously we've seen him as this philanthropic mayor that is, uh, you know, saving the uh, bell tower or not the bell tower, the clock for the city. And he's, he's what is it that they, his line, because they like reference the other mayor uh, when Marty's walking through the town earlier and you see the right, one right. and he has the, almost the exact same thing. But Goldie Wilson's was about. Uh, progress that was his thing yeah and so progress and integrity and honesty and yeah it's a pretty good uh, origin story i guess that and like for some reason the one line that i will always remember for this this movie is that like the way yeah like my favorite favorite line ever maybe i'm crazy (laughs) No, no, no! It's good. I just like the uh, dreamers. And it's a great line. Uh, Donald, uh, Donald, fully love as as Mayor <laughs> Wilson really makes the most out of uh, 
his his like yeah probably a minute and change of screen time because he's in like he, he's going to be in the very beginning of next episode, but then yeah. he's gone. Uh, right. And uh, Don Fully Love has a uh, his name's Don Fully Love. Full- Can we talk about that? Yeah, um, it's uh, F U L L I Love. Don Fully Love. Oh, it's the greatest name. And Don Fully Love. And uh, he began his uh, his career. He's primarily a voice actor. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. And he, and he began his career voicing none other than young Michael Jackson in the 1971 Jackson 5 Saturday morning cartoon series. Oh. Wow. And uh, since then, he's been in all kinds of things. He uh, was Mayor Goldie Wilson again in Back to the Future Part 2, where he was uncredited. Uh, mm-hmm. But he's been additional voices in films ranging from Mulan. Osmosis Jones, Curious George, Wally, and uh, one of my favorite roles uh, that he's done is uh, Nurse George, the uh, the caretaker in Up, the caretaker that comes to uh, bring uh, Carl wow. Fredrickson to his oh, new home. Wow. He even kind of looks like him in a way. That's yeah. amazing. That's great. Little- no, you know what I love? I think my favorite thing about, I mean, I love everything about Goldie Wilson. Mm, sure. Um, but uh, <laughs> the way that. You don't really see him. I think you see him a little bit in the background it, 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 where he's like off-centered extra like in previous shots sure. in, in like last couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. But he literally – we're just on that t- same two shot that we're on for a while, mm-hmm. right? And then he just pops in and he's just like, hey, hey it's my he's movie. Like, yeah, say, why don't, why don't you let those boys talk to you like that? And I was just like, who, who, who the hell is this guy? Which is like, cool because he implies that he saw the whole thing and didn't do anything. Yeah. You, you know, exactly. That was my thing. Like, when that was happening, the owner guy seems to pick on Marty quite a bit. Yeah. Earlier we see him. And, like, in this, like, you know, the only person that heard that entire conversation was like, hey, maybe I should step in. This guy. Yeah. The soon-to-be man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and a, a little bit about uh, the owner, uh, Lou Lou Carruthers. Lou Carruthers. Uh, we didn't get to him last week. Uh, it's a lot of TV stuff. Pretty much every mm-hmm. TV show between like 1970 and you know now, he's been on. You name it. Uh, That's but Lou some, Carruthers. Okay. But, uh, but some stuff that uh, our listeners might be into is uh, he was the voice of Aquaman in the Super Friends for a little bit. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, and uh, Green Arrow sometimes, Plastic Man, and uh, the only other this, thing... This is Super Friends? Yeah, this is like the Super Friends, like not like the Justice League. And wow. uh, yeah, just a lot of henchmen number ones, a lot of bullies <laughs> at the gym. But uh, the other, the second credit, it's also a voice role that was like, oh, that guy. And and you'll you'll kind of hear it if, you, if you're familiar with this movie. But he was Sir Kay in the Disney animated movie The Sword of the Stone. In 1963. Oh my goodness! Oh, that that guy. Yes, he's totally that guy. That used to be wow. A movie. Yeah, yes. I, I love that's, that movie. It's on great. Netflix. All that's in the great. scene contains yeah, so many wonderful, so much talent. In yeah, one. Right? yeah. Uh, in, I looked really hard oh. to find out who that extra was because she's just a great extra. Uh, mm. We'll talk about her neck tomorrow because she has one of my favorite reactions in the whole movie. But, yes, uh, absolutely. But not, but not, not a lot yet. But like, I couldn't find her name. That's sad. Yeah, she's, she's just over there trying to get her work done. You know. Yeah, yeah, she she is working on something. I don't know if it's like a crossword, but she's yeah. definitely not there like to mess around. 
God, you gotta love you gotta love an actor who like goes in and is just like I would just just go stand behind the counter and she just she like she's like okay what would I be doing if I was behind this counter I'd probably be counting receipts or something so hmm. I'm just gonna look at this thing and I'm gonna and I'm gonna look like I'm doing my job you know um, like it I, so good speaking as someone who has had the pleasure of being an extra a couple times it's you're never less I've never been less natural on screen or acting at all than when I'm an extra. Oh, yeah. Because it's always like, okay, act like you're afraid. Oh, shit, how do I... I, 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 was, I, was, just right. doing, I was just doing this thing. Uh, <laughs> um, no, if it ends up coming out, no. I'll, I'll, I'll share it. But I was recently an extra where I was like a member of like an audience. And the, oh, right. and the yeah. performer was like doing really badly and kind of like in, 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 impromptu uh, the DP like like kind of like touched me on the shoulder and he was like hey uh pretend the two people next to you are like your friends and like kind of motion that that this sucks and you want to leave and i'll and and, <laughs> and and we'll follow you as like you get out and that'll be like what starts people like walking out of the out of, out of the show and i was just like <laughs> how do i how do i talk to Pete? how do i do this <laughs> and i was just like I, I did like a weird neck thing. I remember. I, I I hope it comes out so I can like we can watch it and laugh. But we can see. Yeah, it, oh, uh, good, good, extra, good, solid extra acting is like really, really important. Yeah, yeah she's no. she's she was really good at it. Mm-hmm. She's good. yeah. But if she just like talk, she picks her job <laughs> and she's like, "This is what I'm going to do." She sticks to it, but it's not yeah. like, "Hey, put me in the movie," you know, which is always the worst. Right. Right. Yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, also, something I looked up: uh, Lou Carruthers, mm-hmm. the character. Um, what was the actor's name? Uh, uh, Alden Norman Alden, Alden, I think. Norman Alden. Well, Lou Carruthers. Um, Norman Alden was sixty years old when he uh, played the role of Lou Carruthers. And so, the way that uh, Futurepedia works, at least, is that. Uh, they age the characters because you don't get a whole a really good sense of how old the characters, the non-teenage characters are. Mm-hmm. Um, they sort of just like, oh, you know, this character is this old uh, or this actor is this old playing this character. So that's how old the character is. Um, so there's a lot of that. That's where a lot of their their age calculations come from. Mm-hmm. But Blue Carruthers was 60 in 1955 means he was born in 1895. Um, which is 10, 10 years, 10 years after, uh, after, uh, back to the future three, um, and would mean that he would be 90 in 1985. So there's a very good chance that he was not alive and that Lou's aerobic center in 1985 was either named after him. Like it's, it's like his, his diner was handed down to his son and his son's name is Lou also, or it's it's just they just retained the Lou name in honor of their fa- of, of his father. That's cool. So I mean it's kinda like how yeah. um never mind. It's well there's this there's this chicken place kinda getting popular around the south called uh, Raising Canes. Oh yeah, yeah, I know Raising Canes. Oh cool. I don't know it was I don't know it was as far north, but um yeah. Well, it's not, but but I go to Lexington a lot. Oh, so. okay, cool, cool. But yeah, you know, like that that whole franchise is named after a dog named Raising Cane, and I think they're on like the <laughs> I think they're on like the third Raising Cane. That's that a chicken restaurant's named after a dog. Yeah, yeah. A, a, any restaurant you go into, 
there's like a plaque where it's like pictures of Raising Cain one, and it's just like a, a, a couple of paragraphs about the history of like, oh, he was a good dog, and on his dying breath, he was like, <laughs> name a chicken, my shot after, and then he died. <laughs> Uh, you get amazing. like you get like raising cane like dolls or whatever you know yeah um so i want to talk about george's face please george. because during this whole monologue by goldie wilson who who goldie is not his real name here's here's what kills me about goldie wilson goldie is not his real name it's what everyone calls him because of his gold tooth of course right so everyone calls yeah. him goldie except that in the future, when he has kids, he has like it's like Goldie Wilson Jr. and Goldie Wilson the third. Uh, so, so, so it's like it's stuck. Yeah, so he named his kids Goldie. after his nickname. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, really do weird. we ever learn his his first name, his given first name? I don't know his Christian no. name, so to speak. <laughs> Not that I could find. Not that I could find anywhere. Um, but yeah, George's face during the whole Goldie Wilson uh, uh, monologue is amazing because he keeps like side eyeing Marty. Like, yeah, you the shit. You, you, look at, you hear the shit? Yeah. Can you believe I, the shit? Because well, he's got to come in. George probably comes in every day, and 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 Goldie's like, God, I gotta watch this kid get bullied like every single day. It's kind of yeah. It's got it's got to wear on you after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and- you know, George as a character, like rewatching this whole movie, definitely made me remember. Like he's a he's a weirdo. Like he's weird. He's a weird little dude. Oh and yeah. Luckily, Marty steps in and helps him. But like the scene, the when we first see like Michael J's face, and then you know you see the agitated Crispin Glover. Oh yeah. That was just uh, icing on top of the cake because mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. But I love. I love those two together throughout the oh, whole yeah. movie. Some of my, I think, is this scene? Is this when we see George? Like, other than the obvious, like third act stuff, mm-hmm. is this where we see George at his absolutely most confident? Because he's very confident in the in this minute, like the way that he gets really agitated at Marty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the way that like the way that he side eyes Marty while while getting like talked to by by Goldie, like he just keeps looking at Marty. Like, can you believe this guy? Like, can I would, you believe? I wouldn't say confident. Maybe shit? maybe defensive is a better word. He's defensive, like, maybe because because he fit. He feels he feels. Uh, I don't know. He feel he kind of feels like a dick. I'll be honest. Like. <laughs> He kind of comes off a little bit of a dick in this in this well, it's particular. Like, well, it's like they both saw him getting emasculated by Billy Zane. Yeah. So it's like, have, have, you, have you ever tripped and like you know people <laughs> helping you up? You're kind of like, no, I'm fine. Just get off, okay? I'm good. We just not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, one thing I noticed is watching these like frame by frame. Uh, you know, uh, Chris McGlover and Michael J. Fox, they don't not look alike. There is that. They totally have a thing. There's they a both thing kind of there. like a similarly shaped. I wonder if they did something to Chris McGlover's nose or something because they just they have like a very similar face in this. Yeah. Scene. I mean, I mean, the thing too is but like, white. I don't know. I we we've talked about how you know uh, uh, Leah Thompson and Chris McGlover were cast um, off of Eric Stoltz, sure, and not by so, Fox. Right. So they so they look like they literally look like Eric Stoltz's parents. 
whereas like Marty, you kind of have to stretch a little bit. But, you know, I don't look anything like my brothers um, because well, you get different aspects. Sure. Uh, Kevin doesn't know anything about this because he looks exactly like his brother. That's true. Um, my brother. And I <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, you know, like you always you get different aspects of your parents, you know, and so there's sometimes where like siblings will look completely different. Yeah. So like let's let's call Eric Stoltz and Marty and 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 Michael J. Fox like alternate universe brothers. I'm actually right? surprised right. that no one's done that yet. I'm surprised it hasn't been like a six issue comic book series. It's like the other more serious brooding Marty. Yeah, like comes and like actually I'm really I'm really genuinely regret that I said that on the air. Um, <laughs> in some universe that does exist but hey that's yeah. how oh, that, yeah but that's how tusk happens so i guess we're safe i mean yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah like it looks like eric stoltz took after george mm-hmm. you know took more after george whereas marty took more after his mother in more ways than one as we'll see in future minutes which so. makes all of what comes later <laughs> all the more creepier oh boy yeah oh uh, i will say I don't think any of the kids look like their parents. Like Janine's kind of like naughty. Like that's like that's just a mulligan. <laughs> a mulligan. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I mean, now I think about it, even the brother was like a lot skinnier and taller than anyone else in the family. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of picture yeah. him looking a lot like Jailbird Joey. I don't know why; it just feels right to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, but uh, no, I I definitely see what you're seeing though, Nick. Yeah, uh, I definitely see that there is sort of like a facial resemblance. Yeah, I don't know. They just both have very like similarly. They both have like cheekbones. Yeah, they um, kind of have. Because um, I mean, Crispin Glover, I mean, he looks like he looks like the live action equivalent of like a like a like a Tim Tim Burton drawing. Yes, like you know? very angular. <laughs> yeah, he has a bird face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like that Tim Burton bird face. Mm-hmm. Totally makes it um, really. It's genuinely weird that they really. I think they've only done one movie together. I think that was Alice in Wonderland. Oh, was he in Alice in Wonderland? He was the. Uh, I, I mean, don't. I hate myself for remembering this, but he was like the guy with like the eye patch that was like Helena Bonham Carter's like mm. chief of captain of the guards. So oh, speak. that's right. Yeah, I remember him from the trailers. Yeah. Oh, I did you ever see saw it? That. No, I never actually saw that movie. Good. You know a movie you guys should see that Crispin Glover's in? Willard. Or wait. Oh yeah, we talked We talked about, about that Willard. last week. <laughs> oh dang man. Yeah, we talked about we talked about Willard last week, the, the remake from yeah. the X Files guy. I loved that movie. But yeah. And Crispin Glover, like I just his whole facial reactions, like when Marty's like staring him down and he does like the side look and he's like you can tell he's like annoyed at somebody looking over at him. And just the way he's like, all right. See, I don't think he's like confident in this scene. I think he's just so zoned out because when Goldie starts talking to him, he just like, he looks over at Marty, but I think it's because he's like, I don't, I don't know how to talk to people. People keep talking to me. I don't know what to do. You know, it's funny, but, and maybe this is me just like my brain, like talking for the sake of talking, you know what I mean? But watching these scenes and how big and you know broad and earnest uh goldie wilson and marty and george and even lou um you know you can almost watch these scenes on mute 
and kind of get what, you know, because, like, the, you know, Goldie Wills' reaction to, like, meh, like, it's so much in the face. And, you know, like, I'm really starting to notice, you know, besides the visual visual callback to safety last, Zemeckis really does have this, like, silent movie-like sensibility about him when he's doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Where it is sort of... I think... It, yeah. It's also there's also an animated quality to it, you know. Yes, Definitely. like it's yeah. Um, I mean, that, that, which, which, he, which he also he obviously has a has a thing for because you know he went on to do Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is and a whole you know that he did a thing. decade of animated films. Well, I mean, we can hardly call those animated. Sure, but they were definitely. Guys, he did a Christmas in. Carol in this story. <laughs> in this story, he did Christmas yeah. Carol. And when you think Star about Star. it, <laughs> like there's a reason the iconography of Back to the Future has translated so well to like you know, pop art galleries and, like, t-shirts and video games, it's because it's really easy to, like, draw Marty McFly or draw Goldie Wilson. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you, Absolutely. you draw, like, his kind of, like, you know, like, a cartoon, like, of, of uh, Goldie Wilson that's really, like, kind of exaggeratedly skinny, but, like, with the with the apron and the hat, and you're like, oh, it's Goldie Wilson, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think, uh, you know, what's funny is you hear a lot of comparisons of, of Brad Bird to Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. but I actually think the more apt comparison is honestly Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you watch Tomorrowland, and that is a very, like, nice Very animated. So And so is Ghost Pro- Protocol, which I never noticed until you, you t- said, oh, no, it's the same way. And then I watched it, yeah. you know, before Rogue Nation, and was like, wow, this is very animated. I need to watch Tomorrowland again. I haven't seen it since theaters. It's so good. I need to watch um, it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it. so there's definitely that that animation quality is there, and and it's there in all the facial expressions and everything. Yeah. You know, another great director uh, like that, but a bit more meaner is uh, Sam Raimi. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Although he can he can switch it off like really True. quickly. Yeah, that's that's the only thing. It's like it's like you watch the in the love of the game, and you're like, oh. Is this Sam Raimi? Yeah. Really? Or a simple plan? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, like, Quick of the Dead kind of has moments where it's turned off, but then it, like, turns on. Yeah, right, right. Um, all right, anything anything else for this minute? I want all... That lady, she's running the candy bar stand. That's what she's doing. And I want oh, all... Oh, maybe it's Lou's wife. You're totally right. She's wearing a little hat, just like Lou. Yep. Oh. And I bet you... She is the one that makes it lose because you know after she loses Lou to heart disease. I mean, he probably eats all of his burgers. Oh God, you know he just Lou Lou Carruthers eats all the red meat. Yeah, you know, like he's he's one of those guys that like his blood was probably like oil. You know, he's yeah. just he's a fifties guy. Yeah. It's just meat and potatoes. So then, like, his wife, in, like, trying to be like, you know what? In memory of him, he would have loved it for it to be a gene. <laughs> so others That's... can, like, hi, I'm Luke Carruthers. If you're watching it, I'm long dead because of my life choices. But he <laughs> lose Jim. Yeah. They yeah. Live better than I did. <laughs> they 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 filmed, like, uh, they, they filmed his, uh, his. It's uh, like Andrew Ryan. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it would be like Back to the Future 2 where they had that, you know, like, 80s place, but it would be loose, and it's just like, yeah, like a TV stand of him. It's sort of like how... Always. It's sort of like how in Chicago there's, like, five different kinds of restaurants that are centered around Harry Carey. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Harry Carey's Italian Steakhouse. <laughs> Harry Carey's, like, diner. Harry Carey's Burger Barbecue. 
<laughs> yeah, we have Paula Dean down here, and it's uh, gotcha. That, that's a thing. That's still a thing, huh? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> butter stills uh, getting all over the food. Anything else for this minute? I don't think so. I think we're good. All right. But uh, as always, you can head to our website at backtothefutureminute.com where you can leave comments. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, you can email us at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. We already have several uh, emails reserved for future minutes. So if you have a specific childhood memory or something cool you've noticed about a minute we haven't gotten to yet, uh, feel free to email us at that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at bttfminute.com. You, know, you can get a little update uh, whenever a new episode comes out, we also will retweet, you know, whenever something cool happens or, you know, we see like a dog dressed up like uh, Marty McFly, you know, we'll retweet it. Uh, <laughs> Tumblr at bttfminute.tumblr.com where we can reblog pictures of uh, Marty and the rain making out. And uh, as always, <laughs> uh, Facebook, iTunes, uh, like us, follow us, leave a five-star review. Uh, it's the easiest way for our podcast to like get into the hands of more and more listeners that there's more good reviews. And uh, this isn't our only podcast. You can also listen to our podcast, Not Writing. It's kind of our event podcast. We don't upload it regularly, but when we do, it's a lot of fun. It's a little bit longer than this. It's actually a lot longer than this. And mm-hmm. uh, we just talk about whatever. Uh, what we watched by Kevin Scott. Uh, if you're a <laughs> podcast listener, you just got that joke. Um, the Doctor's Companion, where uh, Scott I and Cassandra Fredrickson talk about the spectacular uh, Doctor Who series nine. If you are like a lot of people and stopped watching it when Matt Smith died or during or before Matt Smith uh, died, the show's better than it's ever been. It's absolutely worth your time. It's some of the best sci-fi on television. And mm-hmm. speaking of great sci-fi, coming January 6th, Geek by Night, the audio comedy drama series, executive produced by Scott and I, created by Scott with uh, art and all kinds of goodness that's sure to be uh, done by Kevin Ziegler. He's sort of like the, the fifth Beatle of Geek by Night, I think. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm the one that hangs out in the shadows and then yeah. he shows up every now and again. And takes like those cool photographs of I'm like, like, David Bowie honestly, and like, George Martin hanging out. I'm like uh, the Green Ranger if we're going to use There you metaphor. go. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes, sometimes you're a bad guy. That's right. Sometimes. <laughs> you guys got to find me. <laughs> sometimes and we then, have to fight you. Yeah. And uh, as always, we, we haven't done this in a while, but it's on my notes, and I ignore it every time. But uh, Star Wars Minute couldn't be doing this without you guys. Go check. Oh, out. and and it should be noted they uh, they started up Phantom Menace. They have now entered the dark territory. They yep. need Ooh. all the help they can get. Uh, so give them some love and support. Uh, nowhere to go. <laughs> Definitely but, nowhere to go but down. <laughs> it's been really fun so far, though. I need I, I, need, um, I need to catch up. I haven't even. They're they're doing they're doing some really uh, they're doing some good stuff with Phantom Menace. And, I was uh, and then, surprised, and they're trying to stay positive, which is really sweet and uh, great. Yeah. And yeah, and so so you know they're just they're they're trying to find stuff to love about the Phantom Menace. And if I know those guys, like they're they're gonna find it. Yeah, you know what? Hating they're really good at that. Hating Phantom Menace is so two thousand and five, guys. It's get over it. Let's let we know it's we know what's wrong with it. But mm-hmm. what's there to love about it? I mean, everyone likes the Goonies. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> uh, Goodfellas Minute, another podcast, one of our cousins. Uh, I don't know where they're at in that movie, but I'm sure it's a good minute. Um, uh, they are They are right in the middle of the 60s. Oh, dang. Oh, 
Yeah, it's uh, going down Ray Liotta's there. character has just gotten married. Oh, so. okay, cool. Yeah. So she he like just beat the crap out of that guy for making fun of his uh, his girlfriend. Yep. Yeah, that happened a couple weeks ago. The- I need to see yep. that movie again. It's always I always find myself <laughs> watching Goodfellas around the holidays. Is that weird? No, it's a great holiday movie. Okay, because it's so long and it's always cold. That, that's right, but that's that's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's when you watch those really long movies. You need to stay inside. The holidays. Oops. It's like it's like hibernation. You know. I'm uh I'm watching every uh for those of us for listeners you guys have already seen Creed, but uh, here it's like the week of Creed's release. And uh, I'm rewatching all of the Rocky movies, and I just watched Rocky Two today, and it is so good. Yeah, I Rocky Two way way underrated. Really underrated. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we will uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, Ke- Kevin, can you come back tomorrow? I don't know, guys. Uh, no. Yeah. Of course, I'm here. Boom. All right. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, minute forty-two. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.